0: Mr. Wozniak? Yeah. Hi, you're here with Steve. Gina, Steve,
1: Gina Smith. Gina!
0: G- oh, can't hear you. It's Gina Smith. She wanted what? us to call you, Steve. Oh, hi. Hi. Okay, I was shitting my pants. Did, did oh. we catch? Did
2: you woke Steve up.
0: Did we catch you at a bad time?
2: Um. Yeah, you did. Uh,
0: real, real busy time. Why? Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, because we're in my hands right now. I'm trying to manipulate
2: and move around the house. Okay. Well, I'm.
0: I'm sorry. We were doing a tech podcast with Gina Smith, and she mentioned we should call you, and so we (laughs) called you, and we're sorry to bug you. And
1: and I Uh... wanted to ask him what he thought about the iTunes anniversary. Yeah. (laughs) He was the first person who ever showed me I
0: wish the timing were better, but it's not. Okay. Sorry, Steve. We'll let you go. Thanks. Please. Thank you. 24th, 2013. This is episode 52 of Yet. Every week, Wednesday night, right here live, yet another tech Check it out. My name's Matt Lee joining me this evening. We have a whole bunch of people. Aunt Pruitt, what's up, Aunt? What's, what's going on, on Matt? Chris Miller, what's up, Chris? Good evening. Gina Smith, what's up, Gina?
1: Yeah, it's nice to be here. I think I uh recruited all you guys somehow. Look at
0: that. Do yeah. you remember?
1: Days of bite, all six of you. May it rest in peace. Bite is dead. Let it rest in peace.
0: Larry Press. What's up, Larry? (laughs)
1: Larry.
0: (laughs) Turn up your (laughs) ball. Larry. All right. There we go.
3: Leave it alone, man.
0: Larry Press. What's up, Larry? What's up, Larry? Can you hear me now? There we go. All right. Perfect. And last but not least, Richard. Hey, what's up, Richard? How you doing?
1: Richard. Doing well,
0: thanks. Howdy, never howdy. have
1: never spoken to Richard live. Ever. That is true. Well,
0: look at this. We're oh, making Richard. first episode 52 here. Join us on Yats TV, yet another tech slash live. That's where it's at. First story, we should mention that uh, at the end of the last show we were doing, Chris was telling us about all this depressing news and. And whatnot happening in Texas with the fertilizer bomb and
4: oh yeah.
0: the Boston Marathon manhunt thing. Uh, Larry threw an interesting article about how the internet and its role in this whole manhunt, did it help? Did it hinder? What was the, the overall feeling of it? Uh, Larry, since you posted it, we'll start with you.
1: And he can explain why it's not on a new domain watch. Well.
0: Oh, because it's probably sitting in post waiting for someone to post it. I don't know. I could
1: be posting right now, but I, I'd love to hear this.
0: Larry, go. Unmute, <laughs> then go. If you I type, know, Larry, go. Man, do you mute me or do no, something? That I'm... It's not me, Larry. I swear to typing, glob. Not typing.
3: Trust okay. Me.
0: Larry, uh, tell
3: yeah, us. No, I, actually, I threw that. I haven't even done a post on that, but it's.
0: Larry, you're muted again. What the f-
2: is Why going is on? What are yeah, you doing, I'm Larry? Not. I'm not.
4: Yeah. Um, no, he's not uh, touching uh, it, bro.
2: I just wanted to say the production value of this show is amazing. It's excellent. excellent.
0: I want yeah. you guys to work this out and then text me when you figured it out. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Uh,
3: yeah, just keep your finger off that mute button. Larry. Seriously, you mute people because it keeps
1: muting me. I have a question for Larry, which yeah. uh, he could maybe ponder while he's fixing his audio. Perfect. Yeah, you what, hear me now? Here's what freaking yeah, out you. about the Boston. Here is exactly what freaking out about the whole Boston thing is. I saw in Google Plus people were Google Plusing supposed suspects, and everybody was plus oneing them and passing them around. And I'm like, well. Wait a second.
0: Well, and Gina,
3: did know you? Know people, people, people were being added uh, on Reddit. False yeah. on Reddit, so what? there was a lot of that kind of false positive.
0: But um, then Reddit came out and apologized because they got it a little wrong. I mean, <laughs> well, what? that makes it all better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when Reddit what? apologizes, it's like whoa.
1: Yeah, I. <clears throat> well, I mean, it was just a bizarre thing because I, of course, I Google Plus it before I thought about it, and then I went, wait a second, did I just, you know. Send a picture around to these people. They may be innocent, and suddenly we've got the internet, which is supposedly an aid to democracy, being an aid to the FBI. And I'm not so crazy. About well, so that.
0: that's where you you get to the the point of being first or being right. And most people are paid per click, so they need to be first. And then they go back and fix it, hopefully. But we saw a lot of that, where the ones who were first got a lot of the traffic, but they were incorrect. Completely that's incorrect.
1: Story. I think that's the story and that's why uh we haven't covered the Boston.
3: But in, in this what case
0: is... in this case,
3: if the internet had turned up the clues that got those guys, we'd all be saying, Whoa, hey, that was pretty cool.
1: Right. Instead of passing pictures around of just, you know, trying to be first.
3: Like true. there were a million I don't, there were hundreds of people with cell phones making videos down there at the finish line. And those were all posted into the FBI someplace.
0: And then yeah, you just yeah. run one your high-tech... One high of tech.
3: revealed the bomber, then we'd all be saying, hey, the internet really did a great thing. You know, a million surveillance cameras is, is a good thing.
0: Well, yeah, because at, would... that, at that point, they just run their face-rack algorithm, and it, it's like, oh, there he is, there he is, there he is, you know, and then they follow him through the city, basically. But yeah. it, they needed the data to pull from, initially.
1: I wonder if the EFF, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, has come out against this, because I mean, this looks like a big violation of all kinds of rights. like First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, like, you know. You as far know, as it.
0: what? The, the false? Well,
1: yeah, false uh, identification of someone, you know, defaming them. Like, somebody just happens to walk through camera and then a million people, like, spread their picture around and, like, good luck getting a job. Yeah, those
0: guys got doxed hard on Reddit. Definitely. I mean, all of their info, their work, like, it was all out there. And it kind of makes you think, as you're posting things on a day-to-day using social media and everything, that one day something might happen, you know, regardless of if you're guilty or innocent, just happenstance, that will cause people to scrutinize your status updates. And it kind of makes you think if you go back through there and you're like, what what do I really post? You know, what are people out of context of who I really am? What are they going to get from this? It, it kind of makes you think about what you... You post day to day.
2: Well, I mean, my 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 first assumption was that it was a domestic terrorist, that somebody, some fruit loop from somewhere. I was going to say Montana. I won't say that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's just had, wrong. Had gone out and had gone, you know, off the reservation and had done this, right? But but you just don't know until they investigate and find out who it is.
1: Yeah, I felt guilty. I mean, I immediately just had a reaction, sorry about the dog, and hit the plus when I saw the picture and went, oh, man, what did I do? And do we have to now, you know, tell people on social networks, look, you know, consider that people are innocent before proven guilty. And just because the FBI posts a photo sure as hell does it mean they're guilty.
0: Well, and think of this, too. Twitter is going to enable two factor authentication pretty soon because they've been having problems with accounts getting hacked and all it takes is one ap news like what happened one news account that people take seriously and follow to get hacked to disseminate false news to really get something negative started and i mean it's it's I guess the the onus is on Twitter for securing their platform, but is that our fault for taking to this this disposable form of computing and using it as journalistic fact just because it's first? It's
1: our responsibility to not let it happen and call it out every time it does.
0: But you know, we keep you guys keep focusing
3: on the downside, and I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with you. But what if these guys have been caught as a result of some video that somebody with a bystander with a camera had taken, and and that led to their capture. Couldn't there have been an upside?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, that is an upside, but we've yet to see that happen, though, right? There was, on Facebook.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, one of the guys... one of the guys yeah. was, he put his photo up publicly. He said, I was contacted by the FBI. They showed the same guy that they captured in his photo walking away without the backpack. And he said, I, they, This is the best clear shot. The guy was coming right at him. They showed it like he was right there at the intersection walking towards him. He said, They, they want my photo because it's the clearest, sh- straight on shot that they have of the guy. And that was the guy. It was all over Facebook. It was reshared publicly a ton of times, but it was actually the only shot after they verified who the brothers were that I saw. Yeah.
1: And see, so that's a Got good example, him. Chris from St. Louis.
5: <laughs>
1: uh, <just> identify <laughs> that how out. far away we all are from each other right red
0: now.
5: flag red flag well she needs to understand i was in boston that whole time so yeah he was,
1: he was there. there you were there where i Did landed
5: you? i landed 20 minutes you were locked after down friday, right and i was locked down on friday because we were in cambridge where the manhunt was yeah
1: damn i i used to work at pc week which was right across the street from copley square Uh, So that's a fancy little neighborhood down there, which would have upset a lot of people. A lot of millionaires living on that little block. It
5: was uh, very quiet. I have a photo up on Instagram. Everyone can see that because my stuff's public. But it shows the emptiness of the streets of Boston at 4.30 on a Friday rush hour. It was totally empty.
0: Yeah, people kept comparing it to 28 Days Later where you see that scene. I think it was, what, London or something. It was just desolate. It's eerie to see a city that's normally bustling with, with people to... To be just empty like that.
2: Uh well, to kind I of thinking that this is kind of a victory for the terrorists. I mean, like all I gotta do is drop a small bomb and bam I shut down a major American city for a day.
0: Nah, but they've known that. I mean look at how miserable they've made our air flight, you know, like our our flying. Just a horrendous experience.
1: Well and also if they can like put bogus people, you know, like you know, on camera and suddenly they're being spread all over the internet, they can say, Oh, look at American media. It
0: Conspiracies, sucks. it's everywhere. And so to kind of wrap this up, what do you think happens once Google Glass or more uh easier to get to ways of taking pictures and videos, stuff like that is, is going to change this any or make it more pervasive? Or what do you what do you guys think, Chris? No? You don't think so? No.
5: It's gonna be exactly the same. Imagine now that you're wearing Google Glass or wearing one of the GoPro cameras or Swan, or whoever, and you're constantly recording. Right. Can you imagine the amount of data that they would have to go through to even find something. Like right. That? But
0: oh, as I mean. this happens, Moore's law says that processors are going to get faster and faster. We can compute this better with better algorithms and more fine tuning of, of that tech.
5: Well, you know, it's tell dual. more that he's going to be on lockdown when all this happens. Well, and he won't be doing anything <laughs> at all. Pretty soon.
1: I can tell more.
5: Tell yeah. more. <laughs> I'll tell more. But I think people are too wrapped up in, you know, it, it's accidental that guy caught the picture. was lucky he got the picture. He took well, it right It's after stats, the bomb. right?
0: It's Which, just raw numbers. The, the How many yeah, people had cameras? Someone was bound to capture something, and, you know.
5: And someone that someone has to be able to get it online, that someone has to be able right, to share Right, right. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch
4: of.
3: Chris, the, the picture that, that kept getting spread around afterwards that, that I thought was the one that led to their getting caught it was taken by a surveillance camera, I thought. It showed the two guys in the same frame.
5: Yeah, well, this is the other one that showed a guy coming. He shows him coming across the street without the backpack anymore. Right after the bomb exploded, the guy just had me taking pictures up that block, and he, he's coming right across the intersection. I, so, I think it. maybe supplemental, but it's it was on Facebook. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I think I think the video of them dropping the backpacks was the Lord and Taylor well, video yes. camera. Yeah, please, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah.
1: That's right. I you know if I could just add anything at all to this, I I have a more optimistic view of this because. It's, Journalism has gotten so awful, and no one has really picked up on what really happened with the social networks, you know, reacting both positively and negatively, and no one has done that great story that says, hey, look what's going on. We need watchdogs. And it can't be the EFF, which is sponsored tacitly by Microsoft and Google and Apple. It has to be an independent outlet who looks and says, hey, everybody, we've got to educate you. You see a crime suspect, it could be you walking through that door at the wrong time. You know, pause before you hit chair. And, you know, it's up to journalists to do that, real journalists. There aren't a lot of us around anymore because, well, a bunch of publications got killed last week, one of them being...
0: You want to talk about that? What happened? It just wasn't getting numbers. It wasn't getting its own domain. It was a subdomain of Information Week. I mean, what what caused Byte's downfall besides a lot of people leaving it eventually?
1: Yeah, Behind all of us
0: leaving it? Besides all of us <laughs> leaving it for...
1: Um, you know, I don't have any insight to that. I know that uh, UBM has announced... Uh, UBM is a big... British company. Right. And uh, it, it announced it was just basically getting out of that.
0: So if you go to, to, dot go to com conferences right now, informationweek.com slash Byte, the last piece was published April 16th, 2013, by Larry Seltzer about hard hitting news like smartphones with physical keyboards.
4: Boom, 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 boom. boom. Oh my gosh.
1: Wow. I mean, you may remember when we all left Byte, and I know not everybody, well, I guess all of us, but two of us in this group were, were not at Not me. Byte.
0: Yeah, most of them, you know, yeah. Everybody
1: but Anne and, and Richard, um, you know, they met, Steve Jobs died, and we were all at Groovy Post at the time. We yeah, we did a
0: podcast day. about that, remember? We, we all sat around all and talked it. about it.
1: It well, was crazy. How long did Byte take to cover that? Four days? Nah. Before the authoritative tech. Journalism site that was supposed to be by covered that, and I'm not disparaging by it I'm legally prohibited from doing that. I'm stating a fact. They did not cover the <laughs> for four days. Yeah. I I don't think they wanted to be in journalism. They wanted out of it. So can I
0: can now now can we can we have the domain now? Like are they
1: <laughs> are they going to do anything with it now?
0: Because I wanted it back then. I thought it'd be cool if we could just have that and then do our thing with it. But no, would such that be luck. the
1: most amazing story? Right. With Daffy, incredible rags like to riches, back to right, and they come back and start it again. And awesome, you know,
0: I. So anyway, all right. Well, hey, you guys remember uh, House of Cards, right? Netflix's uh, show that yeah. everyone on the internet was like, "Oh my god, this is great! This is awesome!" Uh, they have you seen the
4: new one that they released? It's called Hemlock Grove. Have any of you guys watched that? I haven't seen it yet. I remember a lot of folks posting it right. um in social media to check it out. But I started I started, started watching.
0: I watched a couple episodes and I kind of it's like True Blood for kids, kind of. That's like the feel I'm getting so far. It's oh. like True Blood but for like kids. It's it's a Twilight version of I don't know. I'm only like I said, I'm only 3 episodes in, so it it might get better. I might watch another episode. I don't know. <laughs> But have
3: you guys seen any? Of the, have you seen any of the Amazon pilots?
0: No, and yeah. that's what I wanted to mention next, Larry. Uh, speaking of cord cutting and whatnot, what what are what are the pilots you you caught?
3: I I just saw two of them and they just totally sucked. <laughs> uh,
4: Which ones, Larry? I,
3: I don't remember. They were cartoons. Um, they were not at all compelling, and I these
4: were. The
0: these were created by Amazon? Amazon was the production house? Amazon or? is
3: doing... They have a fund to, yeah. to do uh, you know, IPTV, IPTV development. So does Twitter's even gotten into it. Did you so, guys see that? Yeah. They're going to start doing...
0: I saw the, uh, their music. I, I saw the Twitter music thing that looked completely pointless, but I didn't no. know the... Oh no, They're going to start doing comedy. They're having comedy. I think it's this week. It's Twitter. Yeah. Comedy.
4: Yeah. Twitter comedy. Yeah. So check this I out. The... Is this...
0: And is this what we saw with Twitter and third-party app developers? And then we saw like uh, shows get made from Twitter accounts. So now we're seeing Twitter be like, "We're doing this. This is ours," and like shutting that part down, just like they did to the developers. No, that, that's
4: that's their thing, and I don't see it being any other way. <laughs> Can I, no? I
5: watched. Yeah. I watched some. What you think,
1: Chris? Twitter is unable to turn a profit. <laughs> after all these years, no matter what it does.
5: Twitter's a news platform. What, what'd you say, Chris? I watched uh, Zombieland and Dark Minions already.
0: Zombieland really? is them? I didn't even know that. I downloaded it on one of my uh, torrent sites and watched it. Pretty good stuff, actually. Where it <laughs> yeah. Amazon I didn't know that was Amazon.
5: Z- uh, Zombie Zombieland's uh, cool,
0: right? Did you like it? It was, it
5: was actually pretty funny. Yeah. You could tell they tried hard the first episode, a little yeah. overdone in one area, but the storyline was good. The humor was good. Yeah, we won't ruin totally. some of the jokes, but that was good. And also, Dark Minions is a stop animation one, and hmm. they can only do like half of it because of budgeting right now. So they did half of it as still, and half of it is uh, stop animation. It was actually pretty funny and good. It's guys from Big Bang Theory. Oh,
4: that's really? Cool. Really? The so one that I watched was house? the I think it was called Alpha House. Yeah, Alpha House. Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. And that one, it has potential. It had John Goodman and some other recognized names in it, and it has potential. I don't think it's a House of Cards, but it, it, it yeah. got my attention. They just need to work on the right. Of well, and it honestly, punchlines, yeah.
0: And honestly, people keep going back to House of Cards. Can we say that's more Kevin Spacey than it was Netflix? So if if it's no House of Cards, it's because you didn't have Kevin Spacey.
4: It's I, not. You know, I give Netflix credit for having them in place.
0: Well, right, but he's the one that I would give credit to making the show what it was.
4: Oh, no, I take that back, man. Robin freaking Wright.
0: Well, and the writers mm-hmm. and everything. But mm. I'm saying he was, it's his production.
4: Robin was. Wright makes my liver quiver, man. Good Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should record that make that a soundtrack for the show.
4: That's brilliant. Now, thank you. Did anyone, sure. I
5: want to you. know, did any of us look at the kids' shows? There's actually... No. There's, yeah,
4: there's, there's some
0: kids', kids,
3: kids I did not.
4: I did not. All right. I wanted to try out that I think it's called, uh, was uh, it beta something other?
5: Yeah, be, uh, betas or some, not betas? No, betas is the adult one. I know what you're talking about. I, there was a couple of them I wanted to see, but we'll find out. The
4: Android, I got him. The Android, yeah, I got him. Yeah, the Android one. I got it queued up. I just haven't checked it out yet, too.
5: Well, when you get into your uh, dedicated button button couch seat over there, you can watch <laughs> it. and Let us know what you think. The
4: ass groove of my couch <laughs> is I what
5: he's do talking do. about. <laughs> <laughs> <Into the groove.
3: laughs> Be doing IPTV productions too. Yep, yeah. they're really pros. They they may do some really good stuff. Yeah,
1: agreed. And I, you know, just about the Netflix thing, I thought this was so ironic because Netflix uh, broke the record. They now have more uh, viewers than HBO in the United States, Great. and they announced that yesterday. Wow. And their stock went up thirty five percent. And then about five minutes later, Microsoft announced that a hedge fund. Uh, bought two billion dollars worth of its stock a hedge fund where they what are they hedging here
0: <laughs> hedging <laughs> their bets is what they're hedging
1: exactly I mean they said they're hedging that people are misjudging Microsoft and I question that but that stock bumped up five percent and I thought man how things have changed you know you got a hedge fund buying into Microsoft and then you've got Netflix
4: blowing it popping up
1: popping HBO wow
4: you know, and I saw a stat with, with Netflix, you know, a lot of this stuff happened right after the House of Cards release where, you know, they give you that free trial, but apparently people didn't leave after that, you know? Right.
2: Yeah. That was the gamble. Yeah.
3: There was a neat quote that the guy at Netflix that's in charge of uh, commissioning all these productions, he, he said they're they're in a race with HBO. They want to become HBO faster than HBO becomes them.
2: So he's implying that HBO is going to go
1: yeah.
2: there, right? I think what he was saying is is that HBO has a lot of vested interests with existing cable carriage companies. And they have Netflix contracts. Do- they must right. have and Netflix Netflix offer. doesn't have that, so they yeah. wanted to basically get to because I think uh, the House of Cards had been pitched to multiple networks and yeah. and yeah. and, uh, and uh, Netflix basically just outbid them and said, "Hey, we'll pay you a hundred million for that."
0: There was a great interview with those guys on Triangulation on the Twit Network quite a while ago. With the, you
4: know, I, I hope that this thing can continue to take off and and Amazon make a, a good mark out here with the rest of the the consumers because just give us more give us more choices, you know. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Amazon, I just had to get up and stop my dog because she just ate my copy of I was <laughs> the one that I owe Chris Poirier for redesigning the site that Waz signed for him.
0: Ouch! My dog <laughs> ate it. I'm no seriously. <laughs>
1: How sad is that?
0: My
2: dog. Yeah, that's ate marked it. by the dog too. See, so. Yeah. It
4: was a
0: collector's item.
1: Book. I know. Yeah, I can prove to Chris Poirier, hey, I got it signed. Do You still want it?
2: Somewhere yeah. signed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's
1: signed. I got Waz to sign it. But... Damn! Thank you. Luke. Yeah,
2: when, when the iPhone five came out, I I actually went and uh, swung by the uh, the Apple store in uh, in in Los Gatos to see if I could spot Wise, but he didn't show up for that one.
1: No, he was in L.A. for that.
0: So speaking have... of Amazon, did you guys see the rumor about the Amazon video player they're they're going to release as like a little handheld
4: device, like a video player kind of?
1: Yeah, that's no rumor.
4: No. Is well, it out? Why not? They're getting into everything else content wise, right? Makes sense. Yeah. I mean yeah. yeah.
1: I I have sources all over Amazon. That's happening. It's so what do they
0: say, Gina Smith, reporting live?
1: I've well, I mean I wouldn't write this because I've got Two confirmed sources and a third about to confirm. Yeah, hey, that's good be-
0: enough for Yats. We only need like one halfway <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, just any old rumor will do. <laughs> right. It's My so dog told me.
3: So <laughs> what are these sources
1: telling you? Well, they're in, They're inside Amazon. They said they're actively working on that. and It'll be out by October. Sweet. And it's just a portable video player. Yeah, it'll work in with the entire Amazon ecosystem, which is now everything, right?
0: Yeah. So.
1: Kindle, it's going to be Fire. like 10
0: bucks right
1: yeah it'll be cheap because subsidized by a prime
0: either. mem prime memberships
1: yeah, yeah right it'll, right, it'll be just
2: right straight about amazon instant video
1: yeah they're going to lock all this in with everything else all their other products and make it dirt cheap and undercut which is exactly how kindle came in and took some market share
4: What do y'all think about that? I think it's a good strategy, considering what happened with the Kindle. Do you need a dedicated video viewing device?
0: Why isn't that my Android tablet anyway? Like, why do I need another device?
1: I don't know. Did you ever have the Flip Cam from Cisco? No. Of course. Still have one. (laughs) No. I I love that thing.
2: I I lost mine.
1: Yeah, mine finally died.
5: I actually had to take mine apart to clean the battery contacts. I had to find a how-to on the line. It was horrible, but it works great now still. after It was the original Flip before Cisco bought it.
1: Yeah, that's the one I, uh, I had too. And it also died, which makes me wonder, maybe that's why they killed it. Well, because, Matt, because it it, was faulty.
5: Matt, you're thinking about You bring it up. So picture how many people still have Kindles versus that do HD or do the video versus an iPad that does everything. They just have a Kindle that's even now supplemented by ads. So yeah. why would they not have a video player that they generate ads on that maybe has a hook to the store to buy more stuff Maybe. It makes perfect sense for those that just want to consume video around the house on a Wi-Fi connection. It actually makes yeah. sense. That's I'm a
1: good point. one source short of confirming this beyond a doubt and running it as a And story. you still yeah. see
0: like old school Kindles, even not the Fire HDs and stuff. Like I see so many of the like first gen, second gen Kindles I out just
4: there. bought another first had gen legs. off of eBay. Yeah, yep, thing had legs,
0: right? They don't know the media Plan Obsolescence.
4: Less battery.
5: Yeah. Why would, you, why would you waste the time yeah. on knowing the new HD ones when you can use less battery Get better performance. Read it outside. Use the e-ink technology and just read books.
4: Root it. Grime there you
5: it.
0: go. Root it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> e-ink. Hardheads C- are loving
4: them. Hardheads are loving them. Right. A whole 60
3: dollars. <laughs> I got
5: a. I got an old Sony reader up on the shelf here that I still like to use. I'm talking about the. I'm sorry, an e- or RCA reader. Forget that. The Sony one. The RCA one is wow. up there too.
1: That was like the first one.
5: Wow. I think so. I think it's right here. Wow, look, while this we're talking an artifact.
1: Yeah, you should take a picture of that. That would be a good <laughs> picture. picture really... I got
5: it in person. Why don't need a picture? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I'll take This a is
0: not real.
1: <laughs> I should appear on more of these shows. I get about nine stories out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, you out. should.
3: I know it's true. You should be hey, writing no our, our show notes. Has,
1: <laughs> has noticed. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Matt. Uh, this is uh, the 10 year anniversary of iTunes. Did sure. you know that?
5: Worse is.
4: I know where it was. I, I heard about that earlier today, but considering I'm, I'm not the most uh, iOS-friendly Who uses guy,
0: iTunes? Show of hands. I, I, it I use it mind. to tag our podcasts, and that's it. So yeah. I have to All use it. Right. I mean, it, but...
1: I, I use other systems, too, but I hate the it. very first one I used was in 2003, and that was iTunes, and I remember thinking, thank God something replaced uh God, Sean Fanning's thing,
2: Napster. Napster. Yeah. Now, I, I had a question about that. The rumor I heard was that Steve Jobs was very clever, and he negotiated the content deals with the record companies when iTunes only was supported on Apple. That's not
1: but, a rumor. That That's and, fact. That's fact. Then, I, I've gotten that from Steve Jobs.
2: Yeah, fact. And then basically whenever, but then they didn't, and they, they were trying it out as like a little trial balloon because Apple was only like 5% of the market. And then, you know, but the contract was written, so he just rewrote iTunes to support Windows and then had 100% of the market, uh, you know, within a year. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm not an iOS user either. I, I was a PC user. And uh, working on the book with Steve Wozniak, and he showed me this thing and said, hey, you know, we think that this is so much better than Napster because we'll work with the record companies and sell these things at $0.99. It'll work, make sense for the RCIAA, which everyone hated back then. They'd the run, RIAA? So out of business. But so then I didn't
0: didn't one of them end up buying yeah. Napster? Who ended up buying them? And then it failed.
5: Yeah, they did get bought.
0: Uh, you know,
1: somebody tried to buy it and turn it into something that would compete with iTunes. Bought and
0: killed like mp3.com back in the cool.
2: day. I think if you didn't have Napster, though, that the record companies don't make that deal with uh, with iTunes because...
0: There was no reason, uh, they, right? They, 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 they weren't
2: went sell CDs for 20 bucks. They, they weren't afraid
0: the of anything. 99 cents. There was no alternative. They weren't afraid of anything yeah. before that. They hadn't
3: Namster already been busted by them?
1: Yeah. They were busted by everyone. find busted. busted I mean.
3: Well, they were, de- they were gone. When, when oh, did, did Namster disappear? From? They
0: disappeared and like Kazaa, Morpheus, LimeWire, oh. like five more popped up in its place. Oh.
2: Right. But, and, it, and it did succeed in scaring the record companies. Enough
0: to make deals with a company they never otherwise would have.
2: Right.
1: Exactly. It's interesting. Yeah. So, speaking. Exactly right. And I, it's something that's really interesting. And it was, I, I don't mean to keep promoting Wozniak, but he's on my mind today for some reason. Why don't but, you call
0: him up and let's talk to him right now? Yes. Uh, his
1: number is 408 888. No. until <laughs> do you memorize that, dial it.
0: I'm going to call that number, and whoever oh, it is...
1: He'll answer. I'll I
5: Unfortunately, it. I did hear her and remember it, so I have a problem with things like that.
1: No, we actually put the number as the practical joke in the book. So, it's out there.
0: It's a recorded voice. Hold on. Though. Hold on.
1: Let me leave the message. Hold on. You might I... call back. Oh.
4: Steve. not
0: happy. It's or the, just say I'm here. It's the internet calling.
5: It's the internet calling.
1: His? He's also in Australia now.
0: Hello? Oh, perfect. Mr. Wozniak? Yeah. Hi, you're here with... Steve! Gina,
4: Gina Steve. Smith. It's Gina! G-
0: oh, can't hear you. It's Gina Smith. She wanted Hello? us to call you, Steve. Oh, hi. hi. Yeah. Okay, I'm sitting my pants. <laughs> did did oh, we catch? I think did woke Steve up? Did we catch you at a bad time? Um, yeah, you did. Uh, real real busy time. Why? Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, because we're in my hands right
4: now. I'm trying to manipulate and move around the house. Oh, okay, well, got, I'm I'm
0: sorry. we were doing a tech podcast with Gina Smith, and she <laughs> mentioned we should call you, and so we <laughs> called you, and we're sorry to oh. bug you. We're, and, and I uh, wanted to ask
1: him what he thought about the iTunes anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> he was the first person shorter, who ever showed me a I, I wish the timing were better, but that' not
0: okay. Sorry, Steve. We'll let you go. Thanks. I can't believe you what just. First damn. of all, Ew. you seriously gave out Wozniak's number over the air to whoever <laughs> might be listening to that.
1: Would you like Bill Gates' number now? Let's call yeah.
0: him up. I got
4: Skype ready. While we're at it. Shh. <laughs>
1: Was he's that he's seriously brilliant. Steve Wozniak? I'm gonna go pee my pants.
4: Yes, I yeah, I need to change my drawers right now.
1: Oh no, he's just he's a cool guy. Notice how nice he was. I I we could call Bill Gates and he would be quite as polite. That was a guy
4: oh, named Steve
5: Bazniak who answered the phone.
1: Now we need a geek pledge or something for everybody watching this. So please, please don't all start calling. Steve.
0: Yes, yeah, Oh, will be sure that. to edit that out he's of the my podcast. He's co-author, but and
1: he might be very mad at me. He's going
0: to be thrilled you threw his number to the internet. <laughs> now nah, we'll, well edit it. It's in the
1: book. I mean, it's oh. on page one thirty something of the book. We thought well, then he's
0: he's cool. Then that's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the torn up hmm. book, but yeah, I wanted to hear what he thought of the iTunes thing. I've been meaning to call him all day.
0: Well, he was busy. Let's hear what your dog has to say about it instead.
1: <laughs> well, she ate the Iwas book. Should I let her outside and let you guys talk about more normal things?
0: Maybe. Well, just let the dog out. Come back though, just all so right, the no. dog's not barking because that's
1: alright. I'll be right. Back.
5: Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't do good investigation because nine minutes ago he was at the Santa Clara County Roads and Airports Department.
0: <laughs> what's that stalker. serious hold on stalker. hold on <laughs> was that seriously was
5: <laughs> with it. it's, a, it's a, it, uh, listen, dude, I read this thing, and then he said he was with his wife if he just left the tractor company like it says that was him
0: I'm tripping right now that's awesome it, it, that <laughs> I sounded like swear called Waz. he wow, anyway, all right, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know like. Oh, Apple is unveiling its next wave of iOS advancements at WWDC, which will be June 10th. Anybody excited? Is anybody excited for this? Isn't that what they do every WWDC? Is there going to be anything worthwhile? Or is this going to be another S release that's... Is Apple on its way down, way
1: down?
0: I I, don't think I wouldn't so. say way down. It's just not. So. There's other more innovative, exciting things. I feel like, and maybe that's just because that's what ecosystem I'm in. So I'm biased. But
1: well, I mean, even Steve, I I, I think you guys know that. You know, we called him on the telephone. Actually, as Todd Moore and I from NewW. dot net went on, went down and had lunch with them, and he was carrying a Nokia Lumia yeah. phone and like you know, <coughs> Windows Phone Seven was the best thing ever, and, you know. He's well, got he, in mind. He's cool.
4: But you got to look at it now. That Apple has other things on their mind, theoretically, with the whole watch and whatnot. It's, they're, they're, they're not going to sit quietly on this thing. They're going to continue to try to innovate. I don't think it's going to be, you know, like right now, but maybe at the end of the year kind of thing, you know?
1: But do any of you guys remember Apple without Steve Jobs? When it was trading at $2 a share. And, you
2: know, we were talking about how they almost got bought by, by Sun and they almost yeah. became Snapple.
1: <laughs> and Microsoft gave them a huge amount of money to bail them out, uh, which, and the extraction of the promise was that Apple promised to always build versions of its, you know, uh, productivity apps for Windows. And, uh, And then basically, Larry Ellison and a bunch of people got them off the board and Apple retook control. But now Jobs is gone. And I don't know. I don't know about even. I've been counting Tim Cook apologies. I think we're on four or five now. I mean, you know, Apple means never having to say you're sorry, at least according to the fanboys. It's not looking real good. (laughs) And God, you, you were talking about cameras. And I told you my little boy was in an opera and I tried to shoot that thing with the iPad. Tried to shoot it, shoot it with the phone. You were
0: that guy? You were that guy holding up oh. his tablet, filming, or her tablet? You were that
1: person? Well, I was hiding in the orchestra pit. Oh. Yeah. I was a, finally, I pulled out an actual camera and took something that had actual sound, and that's what the camera
0: Well, Gina, what kind of phone are you using? Because we have the smartphone photographer himself, Aunt Pruitt, here with us. I don't know if you
4: No, are. no, 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 no. I'm not the smartphone photographer. So I'm just a facilitator
0: what will facilitate her <laughs> smartphone photography woes. what what phone are you using iphone
1: i'll tell you the, tell you the phone galaxy I want. the phone i want is the samsung galaxy that's
0: the phone okay. everybody wants it's a big pile of samsung crew. i don't want it i don't either well, what what phone are you using
1: i'm unfortunately using an apple iphone 4s i
0: heard those have decent cameras do they not am true it smartphone yes. photographer
1: ha the four
4: has a better camera and then the five is better than the four S camera. Yeah, but
1: the Blackberry, my old Blackberry had a better oh. camera than either of them. Chris
4: Miller, can you vouch for Blackberry's okay. camera?
5: I can vouch for the previous one I had, but the Z ten camera rocks. Does it? The Z ten is
4: pretty sharp.
1: That's what people yeah. keep saying, right? i say mm-hmm. the best experience about Byte was they gave me that BlackBerry and it had an amazing camera. And The whole time I was there, I had great videos and great pictures, went back to the iPhone, and suddenly my pictures sort of sucked again. That's-
5: can I just say one, one thing I like about it is the shift and just being able to touch the screen anywhere and take a darn picture. Anywhere yeah. I touch the screen. Can't I can you do
0: that bit. with Jelly Bean? Or are you touch to focus? Negative, right? Touch to focus. focus. Right. Yeah.
5: Negative, negative, touch to focus. And I do like the uh, time shift. So if you start blinking and stuff and I take a few pictures, I can shift you back to you know. That's kind of cool. Not bad. That is
1: kind of cool. And the new Galaxy Nexus uh, that finally was announced, and I guess it's coming out this week. Am I wrong? I think it might be coming out yesterday. Not Galaxy Nexus.
0: The The HTC One, I think, is the one you're talking about. Or the Motorola one, right? Isn't that one getting announced to IO, possibly? Richard Hay.
1: There's one that just started shipping today from T-Mobile, and it is the Galaxy Nexus 5. That's
0: the Galaxy 4. No, no. that's the Galaxy S4. S4. That's the S4. Oh, you're
1: right. It's the <laughs> Galaxy S4. Sorry. And I'm thinking of its photographic features, and they were amazing. Yeah, they did like, that. They were-
0: we talked about that, right? The ultra pixel or whatever it was called. So they they dropped the megapixel, but they're they're getting more light with their sensor.
1: Yeah, and you can combine a bunch of pictures. So say you've got you know a kid and they're taking their first steps, and you take 14 pictures, and then you stitch them all together, and you can create well, God help me, an animated GIF of Lola eating Wozniak's book right before. Make, make
2: GIF.com. <laughs> That's
1: the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It had some interesting, you know, stuff like oh, it had the erase ability. So if you took a picture with somebody and decided to hate them, you, you pull stuff
0: just... out of it. Talk yeah. about conspiracy theories. What's going to happen when people get that in their hands? <laughs> Look out! Oh, I don't man.
1: know. I'll be pulling David Berlin out of all my pictures. For, for Who's
0: my... got birds chirping?
1: Kidding, kidding. I was just. I'm kidding. not <laughs> editing
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> don't edit it.
1: I'm all right. Only really joking. David Berland
0: shift gears and talk about those birds chirping, shall we? I'm kidding. We're not really gonna talk about <laughs> no, birds we won't chirping. Talk about the birds. Tell me about Microsoft spoken translation and this video clip here that I'm seeing, Larry.
3: Alright. Uh, chirping, uh, Larry. That guy's the director of research at Microsoft. And he was giving a talk in China and he demonstrated text speech to text In English, translation to Spanish text, Spanish Chinese text, right, and then going back out, text to speech in Chinese, in with the speech synthesizer tuned to the parameters of his voice, so it sounded like him speaking Chinese.
0: So this is real time translation.
3: There's about a maybe one second delay. He'll say a couple sentences, and then there's maybe a second, half second delay, and then it comes out in Chinese. Then all the Chinese people clap.
0: This wow. is our babble fish.
3: Like five or six of those. Now This is, you know, it's not like ready for prime time, but it's just, it's a really cool demo.
1: Well, where's that demo? Is that in your there's blog? There's a page? link
3: to it on the show notes. Um, I, I, I can give you a link to it. Oh,
4: I got it. it.
1: I'll post it that. Yeah,
3: there's a, in the uh, rundown. You notice, guys, I'm calling it the rundown. That's That's right.
4: boy. It's, it's very,
3: oh,
0: yeah. that's very yeah, professional that. of you, Larry. Okay. I don't
1: even rundown, know where the rundown is, but I'm We'll sure. have
0: Actually, it. In a link, he, he gave at, a he gave a whole long talk, and I just clipped that
3: little uh, segment out of the talk, that uh, minute and a half or less than a minute, I think. I
0: I'm kind of interested that. to see what Google Glass does with Google Translate and incorporating that Now Card uh, with it, because that's kind of voice stuff. But, you know,
3: none of it is ready for prime time. Do you guys use Google Translate much?
0: I did a little bit when I was in Mexico. What you know?
1: I I was going to say all of us should. Be fluent in Spanish and Mandarin if we want to survive in this century. So start speaking. Not Spanish if you live in. Anyone who speaks
0: it. Not if you live in Montana, you don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ni Hao.
1: Ni Hao ma. Yes. We speak
2: American up here in Montana. I ain't
4: got no learning. We
2: speak
0: American, all right. You don't like it, you get out.
1: Well, I'll tell you, with Eric in San Francisco, we spoke Spanish, German, and Mandarin to him, and he. It ended up backfiring because when he was in first and second grade, he could barely speak English. Right, and he didn't know, you know, what a banana was called, or maybe he knew what a banana was called. I think it was a cucumber. And they're like, "What is this?" And he's like, "I don't know." And they think he's retarded. And I'm so. You got to you got to balance that stuff but in terms of that language thing. Is it Mandarin that that they're doing, Larry?
3: I don't know Chinese. Well, it's Chinese, but I couldn't tell you which which. Uh... Yeah, I mean, isn't Mandarin the, the
2: primary language? In- yeah. Mandarin is the primary. That would be my guess. The
0: dialect. It's the, the dialect.
3: dialect.
1: I mean, the PRC has mandated that everyone speak Mandarin, like yeah. it or not. So but
3: obviously. bear in mind, the thing. it's a, a cool little video clip, but it's just a demo. And it's not like you're going to be walking around with speaking into your iPhone and having it speak back on. No, but
0: it's coming. It's eventually getting there. The more condensed the technologies that are required to power this stuff, you know, the, yeah. the, it, Translation it'll get there.
3: parts, the hard part. You know, the amazing <sighs> thing is they really do have the uh, tunable uh, speech, text-to-speech. It really does sound, you know, like him. That, that they've got pretty That's good.
0: pretty cool if it can yeah. learn from you. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of what Google did with its voice recognition if you had the personalization uh, enabled so that it got a voice print of you, not just I, a, a generalized voice.
3: That's still, the hard part of that whole chain is not the text-to-speech or speech-to-text, but it's the translation.
0: Well, and yeah. that's what Watson kind of was going up against in uh, the Jeopardy thing, was you know how, how speech works and what means what and all, all that. But if you can get a, a strong enough computer throwing a, a good enough algorithm at it, you can definitely make the proper context and correlations that are necessary.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm so much older than probably all of you here. And, uh, and- Not Uncle
0: Larry. <laughs> Except for Who's Uncle Larry. Elder. We're going to call I- you Elder Shaman Larry. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> well, you can call me Crone Gina.
0: <laughs> elder Shaman Larry Silverback Razor Dwarf Larry.
1: <laughs> well, At any rate, I-, I, once- I was working for Nightline with Ted Koppel, and we did a thing in honor of uh, the movie 2001. And so we went to all these high-end labs, and I think it was IBM Research Lab, or maybe it was AT&T, it was someone, and they were showing us exactly why the speech, the, the text-to-speech stuff would take forever. Because if you were in a plane and you said, hey, I'm in a plane, you know, flying over Miami, how is a computer supposed to know that, you know, oh, I, I'm, I'm in a plane flying over a Mi- Miami watching a lake go by and the computer can't possibly understand that planes don't have eyes so they can't see lakes it's you who saw the lake not the plane and over miami could right be anything. like
0: an airplane not your plane of existence or a flat plane or right
1: yeah and nothing has changed if you go back and look at that uh, video and i'm sure it's not available anymore because nothing from abc is take ABC.
0: down take down okay. those
3: that's a whole class of statements like they are flying planes Is it they are flying planes or they are flying? But
0: what is what is? But
3: if you have context, you could conceivably resolve it. It is obviously resolvable because we do it.
0: Right. And what's the what's the bottleneck? Is it the technology? Is the processing speed like what's? It's
1: AI. What's inhibiting? It's probably both. But there was an AI guy in Texas. I'll think of his name eventually. But he, that's the project that he's been tasked. With the government to do is figure out how to make computers get context. I mean, it takes children, I mean, gosh, 12 years to figure out context.
0: Is that why Obama wants to map the brain? If to get context, we must first map the brain.
1: I don't know, but I loved Obama's comment today where he said his kids could get tattoos only if he and his wife can also get the same tattoos in the same places and show them on YouTube. That makes and I sense. Thought, That'll work.
3: They had a friends, and he and his wife and two daughters all got the same tattoo on their face. And
4: I thought I was a boring,
3: uh, boring
0: parent. Didn't yeah. South Park do something about that, where they were all into Chinpokumon and then they're like, how do we beat this? And they're, they're like, the parents, you need to be into it, and then the kids will hate it. And so the parents got into it, and the kids hated it. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Same thing. All right. Same thing. So, okay. uh, Richard, tell us about Eric Schmidt and Jared Cohen. Uh, oh yeah, soon. After-
2: <laughs> yeah, they uh, they just uh, they just uh, dropped their book uh, the other day. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the digital age, the new digital age. Uh, I, I was reading it uh, briefly, so I put in a couple of the quotes. Uh, so chapter one starts with uh, soon on everyone on Earth will be connected. You know, this is kind of the sentiment uh, of of uh, that chapter, and uh, and they also predict that in the next decade, the world's virtual population will outnumber the population of the Earth. Uh, so these are the kinds of things that they that they postulate in the book, and they talk about how this has positive ramifications and how this has potentially negative ramifications, and we just don't really know what's going to happen when another 5 billion people get added to the network.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. I, Gosh, I feel like the old person today, because Bob Metcalf, because <laughs> you are the old person, Gina, because Bob Metcalf, who invented, of course, the Ethernet, um, got up on a stage in 1997 and said, if the Internet doesn't totally explode because of the amount of people jumping on it, I will eat this speech. And then <laughs> went up and he ate his speech, literally <laughs> on a stage three months later, and you can Google this Bob Metcalf inventor. Well, and he's
2: got a great talk at the Computer History Museum, too, where he talks about the invention of Ethernet.
1: Does he talk about how he ate the speech? I think he mixed it in.
2: No, but he does have, like, a real real 1977 commercial of the Xerox wire.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. Down at the computer museum. If you've never been, for all the listeners, if you've never been to the Bay Area, God, when you go there, you've got to go to the museum. And you can also see the first network computer. Larry Ellison, our little computer's up there. Yeah, the first computer just
2: a router. Uh, No,
1: yeah, it was the Nick. It was, uh, it was exactly what the Chromebook is, except for it was in 1999, $199 computer that had no internal storage, but unfortunately, no cloud. So doesn't do doesn't Jerry
0: Pornell have a computer in there also?
1: I believe he does. I think he has the very first computer that he ever wrote a book on. That's what
4: it was. That sounds familiar.
1: And the guy that wrote the word processor for the book was a felon. John Draper, who was the one who first introduced Steve Wozniak, who you just heard, and Steve Jobs it, to phone-freaking. So a felon That's in awesome. prison wrote the fir- first word processor that the first Jerry Purnell book was on.
0: Captain uh, Crunch. Captain Crunch. Uh, electric
3: Pencil was around before John Draper wrote. He wrote that um, the one that became IBM's lame word processor. when they
0: Writer came or writer? Light Writer what I was it what called? I was called
3: Light Writer I think, I think.
1: Easy Writer. Gary Easy Writer would have written
3: on a CPM machine with using uh Magic yeah. uh Michael Schrader's electric pencil.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, that, was, think... that was that was Captain Crunch, wasn't it? With the the whistle. No, yeah. Captain
3: Crunch Draper. Draper. He's yeah, just got yeah, yeah.
0: freak. That's what I'm saying, Draper, yeah. Did
3: you guys did you know him Gina? He's
4: a whack job. Uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard <laughs> a good
4: again, yo. I heard a good I interview you know on Raper? With I him had to interview on...
1: him for the Wozniak book, and he used to show up at my house about once a week because he really, really wanted to do, like, have somebody write a book about him. But uh, he's he's still a cult character. But that said, you know, when I started doing the Wozniak book, almost no one knew who he was outside right. of Silicon Valley and people like us. And right. strangers would come up to us and say, "Who is this guy you're interviewing?" Because they could see it was really intense. And Steve would always say, "Well, I'm an English teacher." She's from Ukraine, and I'd have to like assume this fake Ukrainian accent. And you know, Steve Jobs would, or Steve Wozniak would never reveal who he was, and no one ever knew. Dancing <laughs> with the Stars changed all that, ironically.
0: Right, that's exactly. funny. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: John Drake. He would come up and give everybody giant bear hugs. Did he give?
0: is he? he women bear he's hugs. into yeah. like the whole really sustainable guy. urban farming movement, isn't he? He's like way into the. Those small urban farming community things, connecting yeah. the world. Speaking, call
1: him. I have his number right here. Call
0: Throw it out. Speaking of connecting <laughs> the world,
1: like call, this could be a new show. Like, call everyone yeah. in my Rolodex. Like, it's called
0: day. "Blowing Up Your Spot" with Gina Smith.
1: Getting <laughs> 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 so, right.
2: famous people to change their phone number. Right. Yeah, just,
0: that's what Google. The same number tomorrow. That's what Google Voice is for. All right. Speaking of connecting the world, before we get out of here, Larry. Press, tell us about Google Fiber coming to Provo next, Utah. Yeah, what's yeah. up?
3: Yeah, Google Fiber is coming to Provo. It's coming to uh, Austin. And uh, what's the guy's name? Jason Calacanis.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah he, he wrote a, a blog post that was really um, and really kind of. I hope it's true. He's, his theory is that yeah, Google's going to go after the whole become an ISP. And take over the world. And that no, come on, Chris, I'm, not, I'm just telling you what he no, said, I, and I, I hope a, he's right. Oh, no, he, I'm he,
5: saying, why would anyone disagree with that? That's oh, that's oh, I thought you first. were saying. <laughs> right.
3: Let me tell you though, he he threw in a, uh, uh, an extra twist. Do, do you guys know phone? F O N.
5: Of course. Yeah.
3: All right. Google's an investor in phone, mm-hmm. and I'm a phonista. Except phonist phone didn't work for me. Because there's no other phone people anywhere near where I live. It's too sparse. And also, when I first got my phone router, you know, I had some kind of a lame uh, ISDN connection, so I didn't have much backhaul speed. But his theory is that when they go into Austin and Provo, that everybody that gets the seventy gig, the seventy dollar gigabit internet, is going to also be required to do a phone deal. And they will cover the whole city with free Wi-Fi as a byproduct mm. of doing this thing. And, geez, if, if, you, if that really worked and everybody's got all this cheap uh, Internet connectivity, high speed, plus free Wi-Fi all over the city, he's, he he's argues that they're going to eat the cell phone industry as well as the ISP industry. Oh, the the world. World. Wouldn't that be right sweet? Outcome. Yeah, wouldn't that be sweet?
1: And you look at New York and Verizon, who are desperately trying to do the same thing in New York, and they're actually looking at the, I forget what those little things are called, in the sidewalks, the little grooves and all the sidewalks are laying fiber, and all the sidewalks in Manhattan and Verizon is desperate to catch up. And uh, it's called, like, the Sideway Gutter Project. or That's some, like, unpleasing they, name.
3: They put fiber down the, like, grooves in the sidewalk or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, all it's over not, Manhattan. It's not in
3: tunnels under the...
1: Nope. Oh, that's about, yeah, it's kind of cool. And, you know, Verizon's doing that. I mean, in San Francisco, there's another project that just can't seem to pass the council. I mean, so Google will have it, a lot There of is AT&T about.
2: Park in San Francisco, so you have some vested interests that go the other way.
0: Well, and think about what that does. Like you were saying, if you cover your town in Wi-Fi that's connected to fiber, you definitely don't need your silly carrier anymore. That's and true. that makes Nexus devices make a whole lot more sense.
5: Yeah, see, Karma tried that. There's a Norwegian company that came to New York, and they are trying to do that, uh, pop up a device, let other people use off of it, give you free credit, they get free credit, build your own network. Type the zone. problem
0: is, though, who the responsibility, right? If
5: questionable
0: oh, content goes across those lines, whose butt is on the line for that? Is it the owner? Is it the user? Like, how do you determine that?
5: Exactly, and they're but and they're back calling across another provider, you know, like Clear does right. and everybody else. So now I think, Larry, right. I think you're right. That's what I was saying at the beginning. I shake my head. Is anyone who thought Google doesn't want to be the ISP is sorely mistaken. I oh, think yeah. Google, they, they need take to be that
1: whole thing over. Well, well they're best
5: to be. interest, right? They
0: make money when we use the internet. That's the yeah, bottom it's line. It's just like
3: you guys were saying about Amazon. They they don't have to make money on the on the devices they sell. And it's Google the usage. It's all Instagram.
5: about the usage. Right, controlling usage, seeing your traffic pattern, seeing where you are, edging up the whole network, and then being able to give you localized advertisements as well as searches. It's a beautiful thing. Because
0: they talk about like the information that that Facebook has over Google, and that Facebook's information is stuff that we've given it, but Google's information is stuff that we are almost getting to the point of subconsciously typing in, clicking on, looking at. You know, it's 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 almost more useful in dem- demographics and advertising than. Than what we give Facebook, you know.
4: Yeah. You're not going to hear me gripe about Google and the way Google now works because it's it's just so handy. No, it's awesome it, for it, sure. It pulls up stuff that I didn't necessarily think about, but it was like, oh yeah, I can use that information. Have you
0: noticed, yeah. Ant, that lately it's starting to show you more and more cards about news items you search for? That I, is I, I've been That's noticing true. that pop up lately, which is really cool. I I kind of uh, I like it. You know, how would you I like it?
5: I- how would you like to be the guy in Unincorporated Provo that's like one half of a, you know, mile away from the end of Fiber? Isn't that uh
0: that's that guy on uh, on Twitter, Frog Pants or whatever. Doesn't he live there and he's like 20 miles away or something? Well, that's <laughs> too far. Right,
1: I want to interview Frog Pants.
2: Scott?
0: Isn't that his name, I think? Scott something. I, I <laughs> well,
1: forget.
5: That's, that's too far. I'm saying – I'm talking about the guy. If you're like – yeah, yeah, fiber. right,
0: right. Right.
1: I'll tell you right. what. You guys load these stories and <laughs> use them and I will post them. They just need you.
0: They'll be in the show notes at com once Aunt Pruitt writes them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, he says I write them. He ain't going to write them. You do.
0: I write. Now. I write show notes for four other shows. This one's all you, bud. Yeah, yeah you just copy yeah. and paste And those. before we get out of here, I want to mention if you run a WordPress site there's a worm going around that's taking advantage of the fact that WordPress does not put a stop in in between login attempts. So you can brute force as many login attempts as possible. Looking for username admin. If you run a site that's WordPress, uh, make sure you get rid of your admin account. And what this made me do was put Google two-factor authentication on all of our WordPress sites. So now all of our accounts have access to the google authenticator app so now if you uh, i don't know where my phone is but if i had my phone in google authentic what's that
1: is that true for a new domain true for
0: any wordpress site is a new domain a wordpress site
1: Uh, well of course i mean have have these protections been put in place for us because i've been noticing our site's been going down and i don't know
0: who deals who deals with your plugins you might want to talk to him i think that's jeremy but anyway, uh, it's yeah, it works really well. So now in my Google Authenticator, instead of just for my Google account, I have Yats, AOTA, the Jam, Hold the Hotbox, uh, and my Water Store site for my day job. And when you log in, you go username, password, and now this number that changes, making it impossible to pwn any of our sites using this worm that's going around. So if you run WordPress site, check out that we'll put links to it in the show notes. It's a great plugin. Uh, the yeah, guy make that a good did
1: it. How to.
4: Didn't. Quick question for you. Quick question for you security guys. Now, I'm foggy on my security. You you're talking about using brute force here. Mm-hmm. How does that vary from, say, a SQL injection in this scenario?
5: SQL injection is going through the usually the bars under the tables, right?
4: The database itself. This is just
0: right. going to. Well, this thing
2: doesn't just this doesn't stop you from just hitting it with repeated attempts, like admin every word in the dictionary, admin but, every word in the dictionary. So plus a one
0: rainbow ad. table. Basically it does. Is it does because you still need that second factor. Otherwise, you're not logging in.
5: Well, he's saying, what does it do for you up front? It's Yeah, this is different because they're just going to sit there and try to hack away a dictionary type attack, right? All right. Right, brute
0: force dictionary. So that's basically stuff. Because, because WordPress, like and table. you can, there's also plugins that will put in a three attempt block. So, say, it'll at least slow down the brute force aspect of just throwing as many passwords at it because they'll say, you know, three, time out for 10, and then try three more. But you shouldn't have your username be admin if you're if you're running a WordPress site. Like you should just, right up front. Up front, no qualms, no admin account. But,
5: oh look, it's an email from Gina asking about plugins. I wonder how that started.
0: I don't know, <laughs> but somebody should uh, <laughs> deal with that. Our sites are locked down, secure. So, all right, thanks for joining us, everyone. Yes, yeah, it's Wait, yet? Matt, what, Matt, what? One what? Thing.
1: Can I what? just do one thing, since I've never been on your damn show? I've wanted no. for what? so long. We've asked you every night. We've been God, doing this show. <laughs>
0: For 52 I, episodes, we've asked you every night. What's your It's okay. You're busy. And you just
1: happened to catch me. Before. I
0: know. See how that when works? I have a
1: mic and a light.
0: Synchronicity. Crazy. What's your question? I just,
1: what? Well, I just wanted to uh, point out and uh, thank all of you guys. Uh, from left to right, we've got Ant Pruitt, who we found at .net and broke the Windows 8 server story on Google+. And I grabbed him and he joined our team. Chris Miller, one of the first people.
4: <laughs> who, when
1: I was on Twit and I said, Byte's coming back, and UBM said, ah, nobody remembers Byte. Chris was like Johnny on the spot and jumped on and was part of Team Byte, which led a hugely successful launch of that Now Dead product. Same with Larry Press, a university professor, highly <laughs> respected, uh, been on the team since the beginning and helped us get all the original uh, like logos. Matt Lee, God, you were with us from the very beginning and uh, doing so much great work for us in the podcast. Uh, Richard Hay uh, came from the growing Google Plus community that we were gaining from Fight Launch the same week as Google Plus. So we were beta users, and got. And <coughs> we picked the smartest commenter there, and that was Sir Richard Hay here. And uh, without you guys, I mean, a new domain.net wouldn't be possible. And that's why we are launching a new, a GNU. Domain.net, so that you guys can post stuff without me bothering you or slowing you down, and you can put anything you want mm-hmm. there, providing mm-hmm. it doesn't say Jamhole.
5: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Is that true, Jimmy? It's,
3: it's like an open thing?
1: Uh, open for you.
3: But right. does it have to be about, um, you know, new? Is it a Linux kind of a thing, or is it?
4: Free, get, and op- yeah. free open source software. In yep, Linux. it's Eric.
1: Yeah, Eric Aunt, uh, Mike Rothman, any of you uh, who want to write about rooting and Linux or anything you think would be, uh, well, Aunt, you can speak to your mission better than I can, but anything you think would be really interesting to deep tech geeks, rooting, you know, like definitely Fascinations you have with tv shows coming out <laughs> 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 all this stuff anything you you think are interesting to your followers uh, and you have complete editorial freedom and uh, and a copy editor who'll go through and fix like little stuff so you don't have to worry about it nice. and uh, i won't mess it up or slow it down it's yours it's free it's my gift to you and uh, i think your followers on google plus and mine are going to love that site because yeah, your they- stuff is the stuff they like most
4: they're, they're definitely going to dig it because it's it's the linux community is a passionate geeky community and sometimes that's a good thing sometimes that's a bad thing so they're going to give us they're going to show us the ropes and let us know where we're wrong i'm sure with uh, some of the things we put out it'll there be a learning experience forever yeah. i think it's a cool name yeah
1: what so. john dvorak's idea I thought he, he made it as a joke. Like, you ought to do a Linux site and call it a new domain with a G. And I thought, wait, that's great. And we bought it for 19
0: Hey, what's, uh, what's Dvorak's number? Let's call him up before we end the show.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on in a couple weeks. He, he
0: would love that. All right, yeah, another texture.com Hey, good,
3: a hey good, Gina, would you would you open up and that way so we can just post stuff there? Because <laughs> that no. blows me down too much. No, out
1: of I here. mean, get out yeah, here. I totally would. Now that we have a copy editor... Um, Yeah, absolutely. The more you post right now, the better. I don't know what the stumble gods have done for us. They have done something that has increased traffic by 6 to 10%. So lots of people are looking at the site. So yeah, post away. Just make sure your stuff doesn't um, duplicate stuff that's other places word for word because then you get the Google penalty, Richard. eh?
0: That's called plagiarism anyway, so you wouldn't do that.
3: She's
1: I mean,
0: well, talking about plagiarizing yourself. Exactly. Oh well, yeah, that's
1: and yeah, they, you have to reload. It's a pain. Auto audio. Rewrite the piece a little bit, you know, and give it a new head and put it up. And yeah, and we've got people who will come back, like Madison and Kevin, who will come back and clean up stuff, and I won't mess with it. And, uh,
4: Sweet.
3: So what things do? will just go up and get published, sort of one day later or something, or one hour later,
1: perhaps Bye. immediately. Yeah, text us and say, you know, we've got it. As long as, you know, you can confirm, yeah, this isn't, you know, the exact same paragraph so that we just don't get that terrible Google (laughs) penalty where they half your hits for a month. I mean, it's painful. Yeah.
3: But that's just the first introductory paragraph or something, right?
1: 250
5: words or characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the stories aren't longer than 500.
5: What are we all, copy blogger? What the heck? We strayed.
0: Inside baseball. Come on. It's good. It's interesting. All right.
1: Well, A- and we're looking for writers, so if you're out there and you know geeky stuff, I bet <laughs> your Aunt and Eric and Mike and all these guys would like to hear from you because we need how-tos for you. Right?
0: Absolutely. We need, we need people to write show notes, and we need people to also donate new computers for me, so that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Give <laughs> it up. Give
4: them that XP box. All right,
0: <laughs> uh, agnudomain.com, agnudomain, of course. Yet another tech show, 406. And
1: RIP by, by long live... The spirit of bite, authoritative yeah. journalism. We're it. There's nobody else there doing it now, and the whole team is pretty much here. Back.
0: You know what? Screw bite. Peace out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> listening to Yet Another Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.